Welcome to Fragmental. Uh, an amusing take on random topics. So, tonight we have a special guest with us. So, yeah, we've hyped this up on Twitter a little bit. Um, we got a guy who I, I've known for a long time, a former uh, former coach at... Almost uh, from the time he was born. Yeah. <laughs> So that's that's a joke, right? I've I've known this little bitch his entire <laughs> life because he's he's my little brother, as a matter of fact. So we got Coach Casey with us, uh, former coach at the Ohio State University, uh, my brother and uh, champion of many things. So uh, Coach Casey, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, thanks, guys. I really appreciate you having me out tonight, and look forward to where we end up going with this thing. It takes a big man to sit and take a, all the lumps you're about to get from us, and <laughs> you're doing going to do your best. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, we ultimately tonight we wanted to talk. Look, let's be real. We're getting a late November, and that means it's rivalry time. Um, so one of the reasons we wanted to have Coach Casey here is talk a little bit about the rivalry, um, right? So when I think the biggest rivalries out there, one of the biggest is without a doubt the Ohio State University and Team Up North. Some call it Michigan. Some, <laughs> some of us that don't live here or never didn't grow up here. Actually, I think when I got here, some was it was like what's the lettering. 2-2-N, or 2-T-T-U-N. 2-T-U-N, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? It's like, it's the team up north. I'm like, what team up north? I'm like, Michigan, you fucking retard. And I'm like, oh, we don't <laughs> say Michigan around here. I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, that's, that's sacred ground. You don't want to mess with that. <laughs> yeah, so especially yeah, in the office. You, yeah, you so what's careful. it like in the office? Yeah, absolutely. To, yeah, yeah. And well, you can see at Ohio State's campus, they block out all the M's. They put the red X's <laughs> out. So it, it's known across the university and the campus that, hey, when it's that time of the year, you know, you when know does the, when does all that start? Does it? I mean, will you got, well, Penn it's State's, the week leading up. I mean, oh, that, okay. yeah, it's the whole week leading up, and uh, something that, and then in the Woody Hayes facility that we'd always do, and, and Urban's big thing, we would play. Uh, it's time for war. Um, oh, and, LL Cool J. Uh, LL Cool J, and, and it would play on repeat twenty four hours a day, and it would drive you fucking absolutely <laughs> insane. You're like, you just you're sitting there sleeping at night, and you're just, it's time for war. And you're like. Jesus, so, I mean, it's it, like, isn't that it, against like the Geneva Convention or something? Like yeah, that? yeah. I mean, it's so you get a full week of that. So I mean, do you it, still like get like flashbacks when you like if I were to play it right now? Are you going to be like me? You know? <laughs> yeah. He wakes yeah. up in the middle of the night yeah. with cold sweats. Oh like, yeah, fuck. yeah. It brings P- me back PTSD. Yeah, yeah. It's just there's a, there's a little bit of extra effort and and, and going into that week and you just know that you know it, it's a big one. You know you don't lose this game so. So, yeah, I mean, not just to talk about just the game. We want to talk about – we're obviously going to get into a lot tonight, but just rivalries in general, yeah. right? I mean, that's – what are some of the big ones? Uh, Yankees, Red Sox. Yankees, Red Sox. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for years they fucking pummeled the Red Sox. I mean, and then they – whatever. Oh, then um, – And the biggest goddamn upset of all time, where the Yankees leading 3-0. And the, of all teams Bill, to come back and win four in a row, it's got to be the fucking Red Sox. Exactly. I grew, I'm, a, I'm a Yankees fan. I grew. I mean, I grew up in New York, so I'm a Yankee – I'm a Yankees fan, and then I spent 17 years in Chicago, and now I'm a kind of a Cubs fan. So I like That's the fair. older teams, apparently. Um, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no Yankees, Red Sox. That's fucking. That's a big one. That's a, it's got. And now in the Chicago, then you, now you've got. Speaking of football, you've got Bears, Packers. I yeah. mean, that goes back to the start well, of. Those are like the original. Those are the original two teams. The original, yeah. Hey, what's the? I mean. What's the original hockey one? I mean, because there's got to be a hockey one. Cause well, because the, they had, what was it, the Frozen 8 or whatever? You yeah. Know, where it started with eight teams. Yeah. Chicago was one of the eight teams. Well, I don't Chicago, know. Chicago wasn't Toronto one. Toronto Maple one. Leafs. Maple Leafs. Um, I don't uh, know. Ed, Edmonton, maybe. I mean, I, lo- I love watching hockey, yeah. but I don't know. Shit I'm not about a historian it. Yeah. by any goddamn Absolutely. stretch. There's got to be one in hockey. 
No, I know I get excited. Uh, being a Miami University grad, you know, hockey's a big deal there. So we did go to the, <laughs> the Frozen Four uh, my freshman year over there, and and uh, I tell you, it's electrifying across campus. So I I, I became a hockey fan uh, at that time. But uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, why Oxford, Ohio? I mean, that's right. Yeah, right. absolutely. Right. But you're right, though. They're year in and year out. They're a, yeah. They're up there they're with the, the best of the best. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, that is. Yeah. Is my is that D one? No, I'm yeah. D one. Absolutely, think, Division yeah. one. So, yeah. like in football, they're max. So it's not you know it's yeah. not the Power Five or whatever. Right. But hockey's different. Like I think oh, there's only well, a handful of divisions anyway. But right. right. College sports in general, don't you kind of. <laughs> Different sports kind of float between the divisions, though, right? Yeah, you could have a D one football team, but like a is that or is the whole thing? Typically, D1? you'll see them like you could be a D one college basketball team. You'll see a lot, but yeah. then it'll be like like Dayton, their major college basketball. I mean, it's a smaller conference, right. but they play in the NCAA tournament. Right there, you're not going to see Dayton playing Ohio State ever. Right, they did in like the '40s, but I mean, now yeah, that right. it's ascended to a level where. There's going to be three guys on Dayton's team that could even be on the Ohio State roster, let alone actually play. Right. So, yeah, I mean, you couldn't do it that yeah. way. But Well, you get, getting back to rivalries here, it was weird that I'm the one bringing us back because I'm usually the one that's taking us way the fuck off course. But <laughs> um, what about the, the Texas and Oklahoma? That's a, is that yeah, the, that's is a that, big that's one. That's a big one. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of something out west, but it's like that's so fucking new that's out kind there. Of, I mean, you got USC Notre Dame in football. Yeah, but I, I mean, don't get that one. I mean, just because they play every year, because yeah. they used to be independents. Oh, so okay. before well, USC, Notre Dame's still independent because they like the green. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I mean, football's independent. They still make a lot of money, yeah. but I mean, they at this point they need to just join a conference. Nobody makes more money than the Big Ten. Like the Big Ten network is literally oh. the they're highest. Pay. I mean, you saw some. I mean, you lived yeah. some of it. Yeah. I mean, they're killing it. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> I um I, when I was in Chicago driving to O'Hare, I'm like, what's this building? What's this? Cause I didn't know what the the logo. I didn't get the logo, and I was uh, and I'm looking. I'm like, is that the Big Ten? And like, yeah, that's like, like their corporate offices oh, or yeah. whatever. Like, they're in Chicago, right yeah. next to right next. It's perfect though, because you could fly in, land, have a meeting, get. I mean, you're yeah. fucking uh, thirty feet from the airport, but you're you're right well, there. Yeah, so still, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, that is pretty sweet. Yeah, Duke, North Carolina. That's a huge one. Duke, North Carolina is a big one. That, that that's a yeah. Duke, North Carolina is a big one. I'm trying to think what else. Who else is out there? Um, what about the you get. The Bills and the and the Patriots isn't that kind of a big one too? No, maybe I think not. Bills Mafia likes to believe it is <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's the... like it's a, it's a really one sided rivalry. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the Bills are bad this year. They're they're okay. Uh, they're fair to Midland. Yeah, I mean, try to make some noise. They yeah, are. yeah, absolutely. They're playing a solid brand of football. Yeah, I'll give them that. Well, I got Josh Allen's my fantasy QB, so I have to. I, <laughs> and I'm from Syracuse, so I have to kind of rep for them. A I got to give the guy a chance, right? <laughs> you got every, right. Upstate New York, everybody who's a Bills fan, I get that. Uh, or Giants fan, I, which I didn't get. Which is weird. You, it's funny. Do you see the thing? It goes um, something about New York's football team, and the Bills are like, literally, we're the only team in New York. Right. Because both the of them Giants are in New Jersey. Jets both play in New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you, are you, how are you saying you're New York's team? You're like, because we're physically in New York. I mean, we play in New York. We're from <laughs> yeah. That's fucking Yeah, great. but you, no, you're not in New York City. No, um, but yeah, so I mean, we're talking some of these huge Lakers, uh, Celtics. Yeah, Lakers, Celtics. That's another that's huge that's one, one, right? So to be in these rivalries, I mean, there's legends, right? I mean, with the Lakers, Celtics, you, really, you had Magic and Larry Bird. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's really what makes a rivalry, I think, is not just the teams. It's just the some of the guys who've been with the Duke in North Carolina, right? Grant Hill and... 
you know, what North oh. Carolina, Vince Carter. <laughs> you know, I mean, just all these incredible Michael Jordan. Um, you just have these personalities yeah. that make it so good. Too. Well, in the rivalry games, you got those big moments. I mean, these big moments that happen in these rivalry games, and that's what makes them so special and, and, and to be a part of. And, uh, you, I mean, you look at history and you remember those big games and, and who did those big things in those big yeah. games. You know, the team up north, Desmond Howard, and, you know, all those guys. I mean, it, they've had you know, a lot of great things happen yeah. and it, it makes the uh, the rivalry so special. I mean, Charles it's, it's Woodson. So hard. Yeah, Charles Woodson. I mean, I mean, he was – he's still one of my favorite football players of all time. Yeah, I love incredible. the way he played the game. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You you brought this up. Um, it was on football what, last Sunday. Yeah. And Charles Woodson asked Urban, hey, do you know the words to the Michigan fight song? Yeah. yeah. And then what was the response? 7-0. and oh. <laughs> Take that, bitch. <laughs> but see, that is like, that's yeah, what a rivalry is all about. See, yeah, rivalry is so great when you're like, you're done with coaching. You're on national TV with a guy that played in the rivalry that's now in, played in the NFL, now on national TV, and you're still fucking hosing them. Like, yeah. yeah, sorry about that. It doesn't get any better. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't get any better than that. And I just real. I'm like seven and zero. I'm like they're they're most. Then I realized he beat them seven times. It took me a minute to like he beat them seven times. So that's what. If I remember correctly, he's the only Ohio State coach to ever never lose to them. But I mean, before Ryan Day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Day will get his streak going. Here. Yeah, but, exactly. It starts. I think it starts in about two weeks. If but I'm I mean, that, I mean that says something. We're talking about a rivalry that goes. I mean, it really yeah, but it's come on. existed it's, for it, seventy years. It's but. Harbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> Was Harbaugh? Hey, welcome to our team, Dave. Exactly. Like, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm living here, and I got a former OSU <laughs> coach in the room. I don't want to like become a Michigan fan all of a sudden. Yeah, it's still one of my favorite stories, and we'll get to this here, Casey. You tell me yours too, but one of my favorite stories about the rivalry is Woody Hayes was beating the shit out of Michigan team up north, goes for two. And at the end of the game, they're like, you know, Coach, why'd you go for two? And he said, because I couldn't go for three. <laughs> like that right, right there, that is such a bad That's the epitome of the, <laughs> like, of the rivalry. Like that's, yeah. that's one of the best statements for the rivalry. Yeah, I mean – from your perspective, Case, I mean, what's one of your favorites? And whether it's one you lived or just one you've heard growing up or the legend you heard from Urban talking about. I mean, you guys probably had Coach Trestle come in, all these other coaches, all these other players, Chris Spielman, all these guys. What's one of your favorite stories? I, I think it's it's the game. It's the game, and to be a part of that is something so special. And uh, it, it's a, the atmosphere leading up to that game is – it's a different vibe. I mean, it's a different approach, and uh, it's a different level of, of, of a seriousness. And you know that you know it, it's it's a game that you got to win. And when you don't win, I mean, it it reflects your whole season. It, that game reflects your whole season. It doesn't matter if you're going in that game eleven and zero or ten and zero. I mean, you go into that game, uh, and that when you lose that game or thanks. you win that game, it just made your whole season or break your whole season. So um, I just think overall. Um, being a part of that and, and being able to feel that atmosphere and that vibe with the whole team and the staff uh, is something you can't you can't yeah you get anywhere. I mean you can't be a part of anywhere. So yeah, I mean it's it's incredible. I mean you you've lived it now, Dave. Now that you've been here, what, well, five it, it, years. It, yeah, going on five years. But it's funny because I I have I've had friends here for like almost twenty, right? I mean because work our corporate offices are, and um, I remember my buddy was like, hey, come down for the Michigan Ohio State game you know, for the weekend or whatever. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So I come down, he's got, a, he was over in, I think he was living in Westerville. 
And um, we get there, and his house is full of people, and the game's on. He's got like eight TVs going, or the game going. You know, everybody's watching. Yeah, the even different, if you're taking yeah. a piss, you have to. Have yeah, a TV exactly. On. <laughs> and these guys are going ape shit, right? And I think they were winning. I don't remember what year this was. And this is what got me about this, about especially about Ohio State football in general, and then obviously the rivalry at secondary. But um, all these guys are screaming at the fucking TV. They're like, kill the motherfucker. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus, settle down. Um, what's funny is the, as a side note, there's a dude from Syracuse. He grew up in Syracuse, went to, I think he went to Nottingham and played on Michigan. I can't think of his name. He was a running back. I can't think of his name now. Anyway, oh, Mike Hart. Mike Hart was yeah. playing, right? There and they're yeah. like, kill the motherfucker. I'm like, hey, I'm, I grew up there, man. Settle down. Um, so I kept, now I don't know half these people. I'm like, so did you go to OSU? And they're like, no. Did you go to OSU? And they're like, no. Nobody I was watching the game with actually went to yeah. the Ohio State. And I'm like, Okay, now, I, I mean, it's that, it's just that big. I mean, Ohio State has, right, you got 50,000 students. It's one of the largest colleges in the country. So naturally, you already have one of the largest alumni bases. Mm-hmm. But just in Ohio, I would say probably less than 50% of the Buckeye fans ever attended a class at Ohio State. Oh, I, yeah. Like it was, I, yeah. it's just, a way, like most of the, my buddies who have Ohio State tattoos yeah. never went to Ohio State. <laughs> What's the other tattoo? The uh, your your gang. What was that gang's name? Flipping and dipping. Flipping and dipping. <laughs> um, yeah, fuck you, man. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't about me. <laughs> here's a here's another good thing. Here's a story I heard at, at our um at where we work at. Um, there was where, where the kind of the employees walk in. In case you probably get, I don't you probably never heard this, but because I don't think I've ever told Mike this. Um, where you walk into the building, there are offices along there. And they had hired somebody that was, um, and they threw him in one of those offices, like as a temp office. His office wasn't ready yet. And he's he went to Michigan, and he's hanging in the in the. Sounds like a bitch. Anyways, <laughs> go ahead. Anyway, I don't even I don't know who he was, or whatever. But I was hearing this like secondhand, and in the and he hung a Michigan flag in his office. Now nobody, this guy could be a programmer, or he could be like a senior vice president of like something, you know, something big. And people are walking by, banging on the window, going. You suck. Michigan sucks. You're going down. They have no clue who this fucking guy is. And they're throwing him under the bus. He could be an officer for all you know. Yeah, absolutely. He could be your boss. You know what I mean? He could be a hitman. Yeah, absolutely. But I was laughing because I'm like, they don't even know the dude is, and they're banging on the window going, you guys suck. We're going to kick your ass. I'm like, holy shit, man. That's some serious stuff. I've been just, I've been on customer visits. Where it comes up, where they're like, hey, uh, you know, such and such went to Michigan. I'm like, yeah, I thought I smelled something. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's, it just, it follows you. I mean, we talk about this all the time. You can be anywhere in the country, maybe even the world, as long as there's English speaking people there, I guess. If you yell OH, somebody's responding IL. It'd be weird if you were in some non speaking company and somebody responded IO. (laughs) I heard that's how they caught Saddam. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) The seals seals went up and just yelled out OH, and he went IO. And they like, fuck. (laughs) And they bombed him. Uh, Wait, they hung Saddam, right? Yeah, they hung him. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. But I mean, they found him first and then hung him. Exactly. (laughs) That's how they found him. They did that to Osama bin Laden, then they blew him up. No, yeah, they didn't blow okay. him up either. They shot him. They shot. Him. Well, he tried to hide behind women and shit. Yeah, because they were yelling. They were Michigan fans. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, man. I mean, any other rivalry things we should talk about before we get into the, the Ohio State stuff? I mean, it's it, there's rivalries in anything. It, it's one of the things that makes sports great. Yeah, absolutely. Is the ability, like, I don't. The people who are fighting and going absolutely nuts, that's one thing. It's another to be able to just sit and bust chops 
And I mean, when Casey was coaching, you know, he was gracious enough. He got us tickets and we went to the game in Ann Arbor. And I can tell you the atmosphere was incredible. The big house is a great place. Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've been there for a game. Yeah. I it's, mean, it was. It's insane. Right. Like, it, 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 I didn't go in as one of those assholes. Like, Fuck these guys. Man, yeah. it was like, wow, this is the fucking big house. Yeah. And you, I, at the end of the day, there's a rivalry, right? You got the rivalry teams, but you do appreciate the history. The, yes. Uh, I mean, you, if I don't think you're, I don't think you're a true fan if to to appreciate the rivalry if if you can't appreciate like that's a fucking cool stadium and they've got a it program awesome. spinning around for whatever we're gonna kick their fucking ass but I appreciate what they you know yeah. what they've done. That's and what I, makes it, this so great. Yeah, and people should do the same thing coming into the shoe too. It's uh, that you like you have to appreciate that that time and all of that stuff because otherwise it doesn't make the rivalry all those games have been played in that stadium and and especially for these young athletes to be a part of that and to keep that tradition going and and to keep these rivalry games going i mean i i will say all the players are very grateful to get those opportunities to play in the shoe to play in the big house because not everyone gets that opportunity yeah absolutely they realize how special that is and and you gotta you know you gotta take advantage of an opportunity man you got an opportunity right in front of you and you gotta capitalize and take advantage yeah, I mean, that was I'll, – I'll never forget when we went there. The Michigan fans were awesome. Like, there was busting chops. Yeah, but absolutely. again, it wasn't – nobody's throwing punches. That, it's, but that's the – you. if you don't bust chops in a rivalry, then you're – then but it's not a rivalry. That's yeah. what it's all about. you got to <laughs> yeah. be able to bu- – I yeah. always say that. Like, that's that's what makes this fun. There's busting chops and there's being an ass. Yeah. And just busting chops, having a good time, and appreciating it for what it is. And I know the game we went up in Ann Arbor. I mean, Zeke Elliott ran all. He's still running on that Michigan defense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they yeah. they had no. I mean, JT Barrett was awesome, but they had no answer for Zeke Elliott. Like he, I think he almost put himself back in the Heisman conversation with that game. Now, yeah, yeah, he he, uh, he ran through that tunnel like Forrest Gump. Man. He, <laughs> he wasn't stopping. He wasn't stopping. No, but I did, just going to that the, the the little bit of shit talking that you get. I mean, my first experience in Ann Arbor in 2015, walking out of the tunnel in pregame, and you got the fans that are there early, ready to go. Man, they're all fired up, and I'm walking out of the tunnel like, "Hey, coach, nice khakis. Where'd you get those from? Walmart?" And I'm like, "Oh, all right, <laughs> here we go." Fucking <laughs> Jim Harbaugh's there, and they're <laughs> yeah. talking about your khakis. Yeah, I'm yeah. like. All right, man. Like, if we're gonna bring the cags involved, that's fine. Yeah. If that's where we're going with this, but that's funny. <laughs> but uh, I mean, of course, he's like 19 drinks in at yeah, that point. Yeah. It's 9:30 in the morning. Right? Would you say you want original bastard? That's the best you could come. Up yeah, exactly. right. Right. I was like, man, from Walmart. These are Dickies. <laughs> yeah. Just so you know. <laughs> and then, I got these uh, at Eddie Bauer. <laughs> they are sore losers up there. When we when we took care of that in, in 2015, when we we went up there and just beat the shit out of them, and we're leaving on our. Uh, buses i remember we're about four buses deep and i'm looking out my window and you just see the fans kind of hackling you know they were upset and uh i don't know all the four buses my window i got a guy that throws a bottle and it hit my window Whoa. and and i'm sitting there and it's a glass bottle and i i flinched i look down and i'm thinking it's gonna bust a window but my, they must be bulletproof i'm assuming but <laughs> well the, i mean the, when you're ohio state you've got yeah, a few yeah, extra yeah, bucks right right <laughs> yeah. so, there's a few extra dollars yeah. there for <laughs> they took hey, care do you guys of want the normal glass or the, or the whatever <laughs> And you got some guy from Ohio State with like a wad of cash going, uh, we'll get the, we'll yeah. the upgraded glass. Yeah. Like, upgrade. Yeah, yeah. Right. Push <laughs> that pile Let's of just money. Go ahead and get one. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I, man, and it was just like you felt that. It's like, you know what? This is this is part of it. Like, you know, you get excited and you get, people get pissed and 
there's sore losers when there's good ones. <laughs> but hey, man. What was the score of that game? Man. It was, it was like 43 to 19. Something like that. We beat I mean, the shit was, out of them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was one of those. And it was it a wasn't, game. Yeah. I did not, ex- you know, going into it, it's like, it's going to be a dogfight, man. I mean, Michigan's defense, team up north. I mean, their defense was playing lights out. And so I, I was really interested in seeing how our, our offense would, would go out there and, and do what they did. And, and they, they answered, man. They, they played their asses off. It, Defense it, responded, special teams. I mean, three three rounds of football there. We we just played as best as we could and, and had a good day. In reality, that was a team that right won the championship 2014. That was the team that was supposed to win the championship. Right, right. I mean, you're returning. So you're returning almost every yeah. starter from that 14 season. And, I mean, the expectations were high. When you got the expectations high like that, you got every team shooting every bullet at you. I mean, you're you're a target. So, you got to be ready to go every single game. But, uh, yeah, especially in that big game, I mean, it uh, it didn't matter. I mean, it's one game at a time, and, and you treat every opponent, but you go into that rivalry game, and it's like, you know what, this is the game, man. And That's awesome. Legends are made. So, someone, yeah. you know, every game, every those rivalry games, someone shows up. And you don't know who it's going to be. You don't know who's going to make that great play. But someone's going to be a legend in that game. And they're going to be talked about, you know, 40 years later when they're yeah. shooting shit, talking, drinking beers. Like, hey, man, you remember that? <laughs> but two years ago, um, JT goes down with an JT Bear goes down with an injury. They pull in a quarterback nobody's heard of, Dwayne Haskins. This was this was two years ago. So he was a fresh, or redshirt freshman. Mm-hmm. I mean, he led him to a game championship or a, a game-winning drive. Freshman out of nowhere. I mean, that's like you said, that's the stuff legends are made of. Well, 2014, uh, JT Barrett. Yeah. He's there, you know, second string quarterback, you know, Braxton, Braxton Miller, Miller goes, down, yeah. goes down and JT's had a great season. Well, he goes down and, and breaks his ankle in the team up north game yeah. in the shoe. And here comes this big son of a bitch, Cardell Jones, onto the field and no one knows what he's going to do. And he shows up, throws a couple big balls to Devin Smith and Next thing you know, we we seal that game, but you know he finished us out, and uh, you know, and it's just stuff like that. Guys show up, you yeah. know. Cardell Jones showed up at the end of that season when you needed him, and uh, third string quarterback wins a national championship. Yeah, how about that? And then you got yeah. you couldn't even unbelievable write that in a talent. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you seriously. got a great supporting cast. You got yeah. unbelievable talent all around you. And, and listen, yeah. listen to me, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to get my ass kicked by two guys from Ohio, so. This yeah. podcast is going to end shortly. Eh, he's no Air Bud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's no, what's that, Troy Noons. Troy Noons? <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, sorry. He was, it's a, he was it's a so Syracuse when I coached at Syracuse, he was our quarterback to start the season. Like, good athlete. He ran the option. Solid arm. He just couldn't. Unfortunately for him, he just really couldn't put it together. Yeah. Um, As a Syracuse up. fan, I really have no fight in this, in this conversation <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, I mean, that was the last – up until last year, that was the last time Syracuse won 10 games. They switched to RJ. Uh, I can't remember his last name at the moment, but uh, yeah, RJ Anderson. And that's what it was. And uh, James Mongrove's running back, you had Dwight Freeney on defense, and put it together, beat Michael Vick. We were able to win 10 games. I mean, those were awesome days. Not a lot to cheer for Syracuse <laughs> exactly. since that day. That was what, 2004, I think? Somewhere? No, one. One. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm even All right, older. well, let's get back to like an actual team. So, so. real college yeah, teams. <laughs> um, so, I know one thing that we're curious about, man. Like, what what is going through – like, how does 
Coach Meyer addressed the team before you run through that tunnel on that day? Like, and how, so what, how does that look? And how does that look compared to, you know, Rutgers? <laughs> I thought you were going to give your, uh, I was going to say like East Bejesus Community College, but I, that's yeah, not, Rutgers yeah. is on par. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, like, I was joking with Mike earlier. I'm like, cause you know, you, everybody kind of pads those early season games with like Colgate, you know what I mean? So, uh, you know, so, so when you go into the Big Ten, you've already got like six and zero. Oh, you're like, you beat like four high school teams and a community college, you know. So anyway, but yeah. how does I, I guess to Mike's point is like you've got this game. I'm I'm sure Urban has a different converse. That I guess I would think the speech is different than and I use Rutgers, but maybe I'm just let's just say a less talented team or a smaller school team or something like that. You one that. You shouldn't lose to, right? I guess, if, yeah. You know you're winning by forty points. Yeah. What's how does that differ? And then again, what what's it like? Or, or doesn't guys it? go out? Yeah, maybe it doesn't. So I, I'd say the uh, difference uh, is really the week leading up to the game. And when you when you're talking about game day, that's that's business. I mean, that's game day is the same day. It doesn't matter what team you're playing. It's another day at the office, man. And you and you got the same approach, the same mindset that you're gonna go out and execute, and you're gonna. You know, you, you got to, you know, you do your job and execute and, and perform. And, uh, but when in the week leading up, the difference, um, the exception with the team up north, there's a lot of neat things that, that occur that week. Um, you know, I, we do. So, one thing that we always did is we'd always play the LO Cool J Time for War. We're playing that 24 <laughs> hours around the clock. It's driving everybody in the office nuts. But it's one of those things, it's just a reminder. It's that trigger that you know it's that week. It's that it's the game. It's that week. And and you hear that just pounding in the office and you just you know, when you get tired or you know, you have that moment where you're just it, it just gives you that reminder, hey, keep going. Yeah, man. We, right. You know, Everybody's played the game. football has that you, you know, have like, that moment where you're feeling sorry for yourself during the week, Tuesday practice, whatever. Right, right, right. right. You know, you're game planning and you're like, you know, hey man, you gotta give it every ounce of energy you got and uh and also that same week, we always would bring the, the marching band in, and we would do the script Ohio with them at the Woody Hayes facility, which I thought well, was really cool. Neat. Yeah, the uh, the band would come in, and they would give the instruments to the players, coaching staff, and we would actually get in line and do the script Ohio with them, and uh, leading up to that game. So um, there, there's unique things like that that takes place going into the rivalry game, which I think separates it from any other game. But when you're talking about game day. It's business. It's it's another day. Doesn't change. I mean, game day. Game day is the same as at Michigan that it is at a Rutgers that it is at a absolutely. Penn State but that, or is that it goes to what I remember you you always telling me was with Coach Meyer. It was about building that culture. So it's not you know he he's just like you said. It's time to go to work. Right. Right. So if you treat it everything the same, we go through the same routine, the same mentality. We put in the same amount of work. We're going to get the same result as the thought. Right. Absolutely. The foundation's already been built. You know, <laughs> you're the, the, the hard work's done, you know, in the off season, everything leaned up. When, when you get to the season, I mean, it's it's just about game plan and executing. But I mean, as far as preparation goes, that's in the off season that that's working hard with the string coaches and, and getting ready getting yourselves ready. But, I mean, game year, when you're in game week and stuff like that, I mean, it's just another day at the office, you know, doing your business, getting ready to execute and perform. And, um, you know, guys do or guys don't. Guys show up on game day and, you know, they get it done or they don't. I mean, you 
you'll stick out like a sore thumb if you don't. <laughs> so did they ever do anything different? So I know for us, when we played our rival, I mean, this is high school, we would put somebody on the scout team and have him wear the jersey of like one of the top players. Would you guys do stuff like that? Yes, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. So yeah, and uh, that whole week at practice, so our, our equipment staff, they would spend the time and they would actually use electric tape and they would, um, all the uh, scout team players they would stripe the helmets like no, the team no up shit. north. And then the, we would, they would also wear blue and yellow jerseys like the team up north. So, um, actually, I got to be a part of that. So, even some of the coaching staff would go into the equipment room and be a part of that. So, I actually did my own helmet where I striped it like the, you know, the team up north helmet. And uh, we did all the scout team players. And so, yeah, I mean, that, that's a great thing. Those guys that's are seeing cool. it every day of the week uh, leading up that game. And, and I thought that was – Something that's kind of unique, you know, and part of the tradition and part of that rivalry. Well, that's game. a mental thing, right? Right. Like you're building, you're building this in here. I, that's cool. I mean, also, I'm curious, where did you find that much dog shit that you could rub it on a helmet <laughs> to make it look like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. Yeah. That's funny. I'm going to need 700 rolls of electrical tape. Uh, yeah. Talk about an order. Yeah. yeah. Three tons of shit. Yeah. Exactly. There's an offense, defensive scout team, special team scout team. So everybody had to have it. They had to have the helmet. They had to have the jersey. So, yeah. So, I mean, what and we was... would match the numbers as well to the to the uh, starters for the team up north and everything like that. Wow. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, who were their big time players then? Right. I, I couldn't even remember. <laughs> Don't look at me. I was. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't cricket, even here then. Cricket. I mean, those were those were. I I am glad to see them at least coming back because I think it's better for the rivalry. Absolutely. When, oh yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. I mean, that's the one thing. Like, for there for a while, it, they weren't a game. Although I'll give them credit. Like that was. It seems like that's when they would play their best game. Jamie, you know I mean? your uh, JT got hurt. That was a close game. That was fourteen. Was a very that was a battle. So a I, I mean, that's what. You know that was their their Rose Bowl. Yeah, it's funny yeah. it's, when you have these rivalries, you you need both teams to be up, yeah. right? Because you go into a game and you're you know you're ten and zero and they're one and six or one and nine. My math isn't working, but yeah, clearly you, you're you, on your game. But we get yeah it. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. I went to a public school, all right. Just let, leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you've had those years where you know OSU's number two and or we're number one, and you know team up north right behind us at number two or number three. I mean, and it. That just even makes the game that much yeah, better. Yeah, it amps it, right? Yeah, yeah it just, you're, it's well, that much bigger. You remember when, it, was it 06, when it was number one against number two, Troy Smith. Yeah, that the was, game was 42-39. I mean, that is... That's a game. You're not going to find too many better college football games than that. I mean, it's in that, you know, it, people don't forget, it, don't remember it as much because it wasn't a championship game. Right. But if you sit, I mean, that was a dogfight. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's also, I mean, it's stuff like that that won Troy Smith Heisman was being able to step in that game and make passes, you know, Big just, plays, yeah. 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 I mean, that's what. Oh, that solidifies. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Heisman trophy winner, you go into a big game like that and you make some big time plays and that kind of seals the deal for yeah. you. Yeah. Desmond Howard, you said it. He, uh, I remember cause I was young, but I mean, he absolutely balled out in that game. Yeah, I think he had a punt return for a touchdown. He had an amazing catch for a touchdown. Right, and that's one of the one more historic moments in yeah. college football. Yeah, I mean, you have to. That wasn't the pose, was it? The pose yes. in that game. Yeah, that, that was, was the, the pose. Heisman pro. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. So I mean, that's the thing. You were those moments. Yeah, absolutely. No, you're not absolutely. even. And that's the thing. You yeah. at that time, what the fuck did you know about yeah. that? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Hey, fuck you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Dude? <laughs> 
People I know, from I, upstate New York. Even the millennials know that one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Actually, when was it? 2006? Well, the Desmond Howard was in the early 90s. Yeah. Okay, well then, yeah, I was in upstate Yeah, New that York. was... Yeah, Syracuse actually had a decent team back then. No, you're then. right. Back yeah. then, Syracuse was a top yeah. 15, top Ish, 20 program yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, I'm going to work Syracuse into this whole fucking conversation. Just to, hey, man. It, Casey's over here like, whatever, dude. That's like that's a fucking practice He's squad. He's like, I get it. Donovan yeah. McNabb, Dwight Freeney, right. Jim yeah. Brown. Yeah, okay, whatever. we get it. Yeah, Jim Brown. <laughs> you guys yeah. Had a few Larry guys. Zonka, yeah, we got it. Okay. <laughs> the last good running back you had was in 56. So, <laughs> Hey, I, I show respect. Beating Clemson, man. I, that was oh good yeah, stuff. that was, that was uh, good stuff. I still think when when Dabo went in there and talked to like when they're all like, "Oh, that was a cool move." I still think it was a dick move. I really do. I don't know why, but <laughs> I just got a I got a like, "Hey, congratulations for beating like a number one like like that kind of fucking little fuck you, man. We're yeah. a college program. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah right, exactly. Right, right. I just he like he, he went in there and, and congratulated him on a, on a victory and whatever. I'm like, they played well. You guys really didn't. It's kind of like I was like, hey. Fuck you, Dabble. I just feel like I just feel like there was something else behind that. I don't know. I, it's no. On one hand, it's really magnanimous of you to do it, but yeah. on the other, man, fuck you. These are like yeah. these guys put yeah. in the work, and you're coming in here like, hey, yeah. really didn't think you had to do it. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Nice yeah. try, guys. Yeah. I guess you got us this time, and then we. Well, right. even Dabo this, doesn't say fuck yeah. Well, I know. <laughs> yeah. Jesus won't let him. Um, <laughs> oh, my word. You guys really. Yeah. Oh, shucks. Um, they almost beat him this year. Was it this year? No, not this year. Last year. Last year. But even this year, I know because I was texting you. Yeah. Syracuse had the opportunity. They had an interception. It's a one possession yeah. game. And then DeVito, just goddamn. Yeah. He throws one of the worst passes I've ever seen. I didn't and, see the game. You were watching the game. I was at dinner or something i, I, was I think it was your time. anniversary or something nah, whatever nah. <laughs> yeah. my wife doesn't listen to she this she's not gonna know so right fine. For fine and then after that it was like clemson remembered like oh fucking syracuse <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like yeah dab was like guys this is syracuse what the fuck are you doing <laughs> oh yeah yeah i'm sorry i thought we were in a practice field my bad but it's one of those things and and you know this from coaching not just even in the rivalry but a, a very good team you can't give them those opportunities so when a team is given Ohio State all they can handle, you can't throw that bad interception. Yeah, absolutely. Because no, Ohio State is going to make you pay for it. Yeah, yeah. And you know, at any level you've coached at high school, it's the same way. When you're at a team who is up there, you if you give them the chance, they're going to take it. Yeah, I, that goes. But that goes with anything, right? If you like, they're that good. Whatever it is, football, basketball, hockey, whatever maybe you open you open that door. A talented team is going to walk through it and make you fucking right. pay for leaving that door open. Right. I mean, if Kimmy Granger's going to let you fuck, if you don't, a real Mandingo is going to come in and slam that poon with that fucking massive yeah. dong. Yeah. I was uh, telling my buddy was listening to the podcast the other day. This is where the fragmental piece comes in, Casey. We go way the fuck off topic. Um, sidetrack. Sidetrack. Um, he's like, who? who's your, your buddy's porn star friend fame thing? I'm like, Kimmy Granger? He's like, oh, yeah, that's it. God damn. Yeah. I, I don't know. Again, here, lie, my wife is going to be like, what do you guys talk about? Football? <laughs> Golf and porn. That's all you guys talk about. And we've already worked porn into this conversation. We're talking about rivalries, and we fought, we're on fucking Kimmy Granger, fucking Mandingo. Fucking rivalries. You don't get it, man. Yeah. You've got fucking oh, is there Jenna Jameson over here. <laughs> I don't know if there's like rivalries in porn. I'm pretty sure there's not. Yeah, I think they not. just all. Yeah. They all love each they other. They all fuck each other. Yeah. Love, Mike. They all love each they other. Love you can't see them doing air quotes with here. With their but. mouths and vaginas. Yeah, exactly. Penises. <laughs> Dongs. All right. What are we talking about again? <laughs> but, so um, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking about Kimmy Granger fucking going to town on Mandingo right now. 
No, not Mandingo. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But anyways. You mentioned um, Mandingo. I'm just saying. Well, I'm just saying, if, if, if the door's open and you don't take it, someone's yes. slamming that shit shut. Agreed. Um, so we talked about this a little bit. And I know, Dave, you didn't know about this. Casey, maybe tell, tell us a little bit. We talked about the rivalry, the gold pants. I think that's Yeah, you guys were talking about this earlier. That's really so. helped it. it. It's part of just the rivalry itself. So, Casey, right. if you don't mind, maybe a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a unique part of the tradition there. So um, when you win that game, um, you know, they'll you get a pair of gold pants. And the gold pants symbolizes Francis Schmidt back in the early 30s. Um, his whole thing was they put their pants on one leg at a time as we do. And so uh, that's how the whole thing got started. And so Francis um, Schmidt was OSU? Yeah, he OSU guy okay. and uh, coach. And he – you know, he, he was just – it's a simple concept, and that's how the whole gold pants got started. And um, ever since then, so anytime you beat the team up north, you uh, get a get pair of gold pants. It's a necklace, and it'll have the score of the game. It'll have your initials on it, and it'll have the year on it. And, um, you know, it, being a part of OSU, and you start talking to other alumni and other players and coaches, and you start talking about that. I mean, those are the conversations that come up 10, 20 years later down the road when you run into those guys. Hey, how many pairs of gold pants did you win? You know, it's, you know, that's it, pretty awesome. And, and that's, that's cool. That's what I, makes yeah, it like very that. special. I like the, 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 the necklace with the, the score. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. really, that's and really sweet. So yeah. urban has seven of them apparently. So yes. yeah, yeah. He has to <laughs> just to drive it. And, and the rivalry also the first pair of gold pants you win, you're supposed to give to your mother. So, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So yeah. that all the players and, and everything. And then, uh, Something unique about my gold pants, unique story with mine, is um, my first pair of gold pants in 2014, we had one. Um, we had got them, got them back, and they were made and everything. We're all excited. Let's get our gold pants and everything like that. Well, I had got mine back, and I, I look at the initials on it. And it had GSS, and which was very unique because uh, the year before, I had, you know, my father had passed, and his initials were GSS. So I thought that was very unique and uh you know, kind of unusual, and uh, you know, and it was very special to me to give those to my mother at That's the time. Awesome. And uh, but then the second pair of gold pants, and we had beat them again in 2015. But uh, I, I think there's just so much tradition, and it is very unique. I mean, yeah, you know, there's no other school that has anything that's like that. That's you know, been going on for 80, 90 years. So I think that's very neat. Yeah, it's so yeah. cool. Yeah, that is mean, cool. That's, I like that. First of all, I don't know who's fucking chopping onions in here. Fucking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I didn't mean to get that it's, deep. It's not me. It's obviously <laughs> not me. Story to myself. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. No, the gold pants is, is a very special thing um, with the rivalry. But yeah, I mean, I I wear mine proudly. But oh, hell yeah. at certain events that deserve it. <laughs> well, I mean, and and Dave, these aren't just like cheap. I'm, I'm like, not. No, no. I didn't try, mean it that trust way. Trust me. I mean, I mean like, we just joked about. Oh, I see you bring a wad of cash out to get the <laughs> upgraded windows on their bus. Yeah. So I'm so sure I know, they're we not. We talked about this before he got them, and, and I had thought it was just, you know, like thin, yeah. you know, just the thin gold. I mean, this is thick. Like, yeah. these things. They got some weight to them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is not. This is like 36 karat gold. You're not getting this at Kohl's. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not getting this quality at Kohl's. Yeah. I mean, this is the real deal. Um, pretty, to, pretty fucking awesome. That's awesome. That's a, that's a great kind of tradition. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's what it, and that's what I mean. Like, that's one of the things that makes this rivalry so great is you have all those moments um, and, you know, th those things that nobody ever would be able to take away from you, you know? So, I mean, nobody I mean, would be physic able to. I mean, you have a physical reminder of, yeah. of that game. Yep. So, I mean, you know, coaching in that game, 
you know, being a part of the whole process with some of the greatest teams. I mean, 2014 championship team. I mean, yeah. that was, it. you know, I right lost to Virginia Tech. It looked like the season was over. And to be able to come back, get into the playoff, and you're playing Alabama, who – well, let's take a step back. Before you even get to that point, you won the Big Ten East. You're playing Wisconsin, who at that point – I. Who's the right Melvin Gordon? Yeah, Melvin Gordon. Who at that point was Unstoppable. expected to win the Heisman? Yeah, he's a Heisman. Yeah, he's that? number one candidate. Yards? I yeah. mean, seriously, he did. I don't even nothing. know who Melvin Gordon is. I don't remember that name. He's he, for the I'm, Chargers I'm, now. I'm joking. No. You know <laughs> so, what I mean? Good. I don't remember. No, the, after the point. That game. The point is, is like he was going to win. The, my that was my joke, Mike. Yeah. Right. He's the point. He's going to. He's, he's almost winning the Heisman. I'm like, I don't know who he is because he obviously didn't win the Heisman. I got it. Yeah. Right. Come no. on, Mike. I mean, but I mean get, somebody's yeah. we, talk we've about moved a, the onions out of here and <laughs> a flawless execution though. <laughs> I mean, that was one of the most remarkable games I've ever seen or been a part of. I mean, that was, you know, offense, defense, special teams. I mean, playing lights out. You, guys you know, A plus effort. I mean, it's I, I don't think you can see a more complete game in, in football. I've ever seen or been a part and of, and it was a formidable foe. Like that's the thing. Like oh, this Alabama? isn't. You know, this was oh, uh, Mich- oh Big Wisconsin. Ten. Wisconsin. So okay. you're not doing this to Bowling Green. Yeah. You're doing this to a team that. Yeah. Every as a matter of fact, Buckeyes underdogged. Buckeyes might have been underdog that game. Like I don't think anybody thought that was going to happen, and everybody's like, "Oh, for the Buckeyes to get something crazy's yeah, got to happen." To oh, get into happened, the playoffs. Right. Yeah, yeah, we had to improve. Our, our statement. I mean, we had to make a statement in order to get in the playoffs. And, I mean, talk about, a, you know, plead your case. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, we played well, our case times five. What was the score? 59-nothing. 49-nothing. Oh, Jesus yeah, Christ. 59-nothing, yeah. yeah that was a 59-7. I'm pretty sure was, they didn't get over 100 it. yards the entire That's a Melvin game. Gordon yeah, didn't do a, shit. That's a fucking statement, a statement statement. You know what I mean? It, it was one of those Zeke was dominating. Cardell Jones was throwing bombs. Devin Smith. I mean, Lightning Michael up. Thomas. Everybody was there to play. Yeah. I mean, it was incredible. Yeah. I mean, that, that was a team of destiny legitimately. For it to all fall into place like that, um, great coaching staff. I think that's one of the things just from talking to Casey. I mean, Urban brings in guys who are going to buy into his culture. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, absolutely. You have to. And if you're not, then why are you there? Right. It's not. It wasn't just a you're a good coach. Come here. It was you have to buy into this. And I mean, you know that better than ever. I mean, what what's that like? I mean, peel back a little bit on what that's like. I mean, you you reported straight to Urban, mm-hmm. um, being a special teams guy. What's some? I mean, you don't have to. Obviously, there's tons of awesome stuff we want to know. But I mean, what what's that like? I mean, just getting to know that man. I know you hold him in an extremely high regard. I mean, what are some of your thoughts on that? No, I, I, I think the culture w- was very clear um, from the beginning. Um, and there was, you know, small catchphrases, you know, four to six A to B that you know, we would use like, hey, you know, four to six seconds A to B, every play, the average play is four to six seconds. And you're going from point A to point B. I mean, using these kinds of catchphrases and it was easy triggers to be able to, you know, lock in and, and to know what we were all about. And um I, I think the culture was very clear, very simple, but it was to the point to where, you know, anyone can comprehend and understand what, what we were trying to do and, and where this thing was going. Um, and, and I think Urban did an awesome job at being able to set that culture and, and make us live it. And, um, you know, there was no question that anyone had any trouble living it. I mean, everyone wanted to be a part of that. 
and uh, it, it was something special to that team. I mean, to be a part of that tradition, that culture that was developed, and 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 it goes with the players. I mean, the players buy into that, and, and you know, the, the young players that come in every year are seeing the you know the older guys, the juniors, the seniors living out that culture, and it just it breeds it. I mean, you, you continue to live that culture. And the and I would think the juniors and seniors are driving that culture with the sophomores and freshmen yes. as it is too. So yes. you've got this, you've got urban kind of setting it. Coaches are kind of driving it, and then the team is driving it as well too. Right. So right. I mean, you're, you're it's like four or five fold for a freshman, right? Because you got the yeah. seniors and juniors like this is how we, this is the culture here. You got coaches going, hey, this is the culture. Well, three times Cult, coaches here, and then you got urban going. This is the culture here, right? So you've got you can't get away from it. You know what I mean? It's just it's not you're not you can't slip at that point. Yeah, I would right. think. I mean, everything had a kind of like a militaristic approach. I mean, we were nine units. Nine units meaning that we had a defensive line unit, a linebackers unit, a DBs unit. We had um, you know your offensive line. We had all these position groups were a unit, and they were their own small units within our large team. And so it was urban empowering each unit to have a leader to guide that group. Cause they, everyone had their own specific room. You know, the, the defensive backs reported to their, you know, we had a safeties and corners. We split the defensive backs up, but the corners had their unit and you have your leaders within that unit. So it's, it's, you've got these small groups that comes into the larger group and you've got, you know, a culture that's developed that per unit you've got leaders and you've got a uh, seniors and juniors that are leading the the team and developing that culture. But um, yeah, I mean, it's I I could see the 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 leadership within the team just buying in and, and really pushing that on to the the groups that are coming in the freshmen, the sophomores, and getting them to buy them because the freshmen, and sophomores, these are guys. You know, they're coming in. They might be moving in from another state. You know, they're having a hard time with East that Bejesus transition. <laughs> you know, they're struggling. And, um, you know, getting them to buy into that culture and bring them into that, you know, the seniors did a great job. But I, I think it all started when, when Urban first came into Ohio State. You know, he started – he was very strong about that culture. And, um, you know, thankful that senior class that really bought in and really got the thing rolling, you know, kept it going throughout – urban's tenure at ohio state so i mean who were you talk about having the nine units so right you were part of the corners and uh, special teams right so who are some of the players that maybe we don't all know that really stepped it up as leaders and maybe we do know them but who were some of those guys that stepped up as leaders and really showed right themselves as a man you know, kind of through that process yeah i, I in the cornerback room and in, in 2014 uh I think Duran Grant did an, an amazing job for Eli Apple, Gary Conley, Marshawn Lattimore. Um, I mean, and the younger guys, Denzel Ward. I mean, he, I felt like he he was a strong leader within that group of corners. And I mean, we call we call DBU, you know, BIA, best in America. I mean, it, they had a culture. I mean, the BIA was the defensive back culture at Ohio State because they wanted to be the best in America. And you know, all of these guys have moved on to be first round draft picks and then in the NFL and having, yeah, you know, great, great yeah. careers. But I mean, it's just having that mindset developed and that confidence built that, you know, you're going to be an exceptional player and, and not, not thinking anything less, you know, you are going to be a best in America. If you are at Ohio state, you are the best and you know, there's no one better. So, 
and, and living up to that standard. But, um, you know, guys like Josh Perry uh, in the linebackers room, I think you talk about an overall leader for our team. Um, he just did an exceptional job being able to be a figure, you know, in, in front of the team and be able to guide our team in, in all the units, uh, not only in a linebacker unit. So, I mean, there, there was guys that did a tremendous job that stepped up, and, and I think it's, it's a good thing. I think Urban allows opportunity to be empowered in each unit. There's an empowerment role for the seniors and juniors to be leaders, and uh, I think that, that kind of leads the culture, that develops the culture. So feeling empowered, you know, not feeling like everything's about the head coach. You know, the, the head coach is not the head honcho. He's just setting, you know, the bar – and letting you know these guys grab a hold of what the culture is, and then run with it, um, and everyone gets a piece of that and empowers them to do those things. So, no, I think that's a measure of a good leader in all walks of yeah, life. Ab- yeah, I yeah. was going to say that's a that's a true leader. It doesn't matter what you're in, right? Obviously, coaching is big because it's on television. But I mean, good leaders that you're, you know, good leaders in in business and good leaders are going to empower their people to lead to be leaders themselves, Absolutely. right? Yeah. yeah. So that's just a, that's a great life yeah. kind of lesson type thing. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, that just, I mean, if that's, again, that's just a good leader. I mean, you can't, yeah. you can't go wrong with that. You're not, yeah. you're not going to, f- you're, you're not going to struggle. Or you're not going to fail at doing, going kind of that methodology. So. Absolutely. Yeah. What do we, what so do we, where, I yeah, go ahead. shift gears a little bit. Um, you want to get back to Kimmy Granger, stories. don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always want to go to Kimmy yeah. Granger. Yeah. But get, what are some good stories? Don't give us players' names or don't yeah. give – don't tip your hat on who you're talking about. What are some – right, are guys out just, you know, getting trains ran on them on the road? Like, what are – you know, do you guys – Yeah, we were talking about have, groupies earlier. Like, what, yeah, what is the, what's couple, an OSU groupie look like? Give us like? a couple of, of, you know, nothing illegal, nothing yeah. that will get somebody busted by the yeah. NCAA or, or names. But Or like, us arrested. Kinda, I mean – Look, you you had us out for the national championship game. You had us out to this, you, you, you know, the Super or uh, the Sugar Bowl, um, right? There's some pretty awesome atmospheres. New Orleans, Dallas. I mean, that hotel was sweet. There was all kind. Of, I mean, I saw a lot of chicks that were hammered at the national championship game that I know were looking for some Buckeye. Game. <laughs> um, any any good stories you could tell? I mean, if if nothing you feel like sharing, that's cool too. But. Yeah. Well, I will say uh, going down to New Orleans and being part of Bourbon Street. Um, after being, uh, you know, we were there for a whole week getting ready to play Alabama. And, uh, I give our guys credit at Ohio state, the Alabama guys are out there in their travel suits and, and going into casinos, doing things that they shouldn't have been doing. But our guys were at least smart enough to wear civilian clothes and not be able to travel <laughs> here. Like dumbasses. I'm like, these Alabama guys, like, what the hell are you guys doing? But, uh, yeah, after, uh, after winning that game, you know, that was, to be honest with you, beating Alabama was our national championship. I mean, going into Oregon, there was no doubt in our, our I don't think, yeah. Everybody yeah. there knew, like, yeah, we that's, got that's, this game. That won. was wrap. I mean, you yeah. beat Alabama at that yeah. point. You're like, that. you've already you've already won, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, yeah. Travis Henry. Yeah. You know, uh, God, why can't uh, – apparently I've had enough to drink. Uh, Nick Saban. Yeah. I mean, that was – nobody the, expected yeah. you guys to go yeah. in there and win that yeah. game. And it's again, it's an one, another good game and a good example of there's things that happen in a game that you can't explain. Um, defensive end Stephen Miller um, got a pick six in that game. If we don't get that, we don't win that game. We had a reverse pass uh, to that was thrown. Um, 
to uh, um, Mike uh, Mike Thomas, excuse yeah. me, Mike Thomas in the end zone from oh, Evan Spencer, from Evan Spencer, and that game. I mean, it's like shit like that you just can't explain. I mean, it's like you know things like that happen. And it's it's just a weird feel. It's like you know what this shit's meant to be. So. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you, you follow that game. We win that game. I can I can say Bourbon Street was lit. I mean, it was. <laughs> our guys had a good time celebrating that victory, and then. Uh, I remember I wanted to meet up with you, but the last thing I'd want to do was take you away from what I knew was about to happen. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, nah. My flight leaves in five hours. Just go do your thing, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna catch a couple of Z's and get on. You can tell me about it later. Yeah, yeah. I'd say a lot of us rolled out with the the bead necklaces, and you knew if uh, you gave those up, you're yeah. gonna see a pair. So. <laughs> but yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I uh, mean, that's cool. It was a good time. Well, then it's New Orleans. That fucking place never shuts down. No, I oh, mean, that place is nuts. I, we were there for uh, not as exciting as that, but we were there for a wedding, and we were in the bar right next to the hotel room. We're the hotel we're in, not the hotel room, but the bar next to the hotel. Um, they're talking to the bartender. They shut down for like two hours just to clean the place. It's just and to it clean, op- yeah. And, it, and it open, you open back up. We shut down. We said like, we shut down at five and we open at seven. And it's like, <laughs> son of a bitch. So, yeah. yeah. And uh, you, that, I mean, you just drink anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. And everywhere you got the little street vendors serving all kinds yeah, of Yeah, they don't sleep, man. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I saw a chick. Yeah, it was like four in the morning. And she's walking in her high heels, and she slipped because they just packed the garbage right out on the street. She's and the, you know they leak, you know yeah. that shit's leaking out. It's been there probably six hours, eight hours, whatever. Her heel caught the caught the um like the juice, the garbage juice. Oh no! And she had she had a, actually pretty hot. It's short skirt <laughs> on, slipped and fell with that fucking garbage oh. juice like, all up her uh. arm. Bad day. Yeah, that was a bad day for her. <laughs> and uh, of course, we're dicks. We're just standing there with like our beers, like, well, that that sucked. So, it's just like, <laughs> anyway, no, nothing compared to like fucking. I'm sure nothing compared to like your night in Bourbon Street. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, it's my only. Bur- it's we my only New Orleans, New Orleans has just. Yeah, right, it's one of those. Right, there's there's definitely a good time and a good story to be had in New yeah, Orleans. Absolutely. It's one of those, you got to check that off. Like, you got to do the Vegas thing. Right. You got to do New Orleans you thing. Do Bourbon Street. You gotta, you yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Got to do Bourbon Street. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a good, that's a, uh, what do I call it? It's a bucket, bucket list. list. Yeah, bucket yeah. list. Thing, Definitely sure. a bucket list item yeah. to be a part wow. of. <laughs> um, what are, You got anything else? I mean, we're at 53 minutes now. We'd like to wrap I this mean, thing I up right about now. I still got questions, but I, we're just going to have to have you on again. It's yeah, absolutely. This is Kennedy's conversation. So, um, um, thank you, man, for coming out. Yeah. Appreciate it. Good conversation. Good. This time flew by. I mean, I looked up and it was like, yeah. we're like at 45 minutes. I'm like, holy shit, this, we're, we're, this <laughs> so is a good we, conversation. What you got for the game? Hey, OSU. You got to OSU by 21. Let's go. All right. Yeah. 21. All right. All right. What about Penn State? Good game. That's this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. We take care of business. I, I, you know what? We've been playing lights out. You know, I'm going to say OSU. I'm going to give them, we'll say OSU by 24. All right. 24 on They're Penn State, 21 up. on the, the team up north. All right. Home game. All so. right. No, Case. Uh, thanks for having. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for having us on, <laughs> <laughs> on your podcast. This yeah. is your world. Yeah. Um, thanks for having. No, yeah, us, absolutely. Man, and That's a good point. Thanks for bringing us into your world because this is. I mean, no, I've never been is, this close to this since moving here. It's like this is all you hear about. Like when I first moved here, friends of mine, our housewarming gift was a thing of Buckeyes, like the the candies. Yeah. I still have my Ohio State Buckeye shirt that my buddy gave me, and my wife has. The Buckeye beads, the the Buckeye necklace, and a Buckeye shirt. So it's a – I mean, I walked in the Kroger the first time we got here, and there was a whole Ohio State section yeah, there in you the go. fucking grocery there, store. There's I'm a like, good example. I'm like, <laughs> uh, 
I just wanted like milk and fucking <laughs> yeah. cheese. And it's, in, it's Kroger. And it's Kroger, right? And yeah, I've got, I can get like an Ohio State sweater, a garbage can, um, beads, t-shirts, shorts. I mean, like an outfit for myself for a fire. The garbage can is the one that got me, like the big fucking fifty-five gallon with a O with a giant yeah. black O on it. And you ever look on the inside? No, no, it's just fucking black. <laughs> <laughs> My buddy went to. It was at work, and he went to India for work because. Um, no, IT, a lot of IT structure out there. That's from what I hear. In, Indians are big out there. And he's at the Taj Mahal. I have the picture. He's at a Taj Mahal with his buddy, and he's wearing the Black O T-shirt at the Taj Mahal. So it's all. Oh, here's a here's. A, I know we're going long here, but whatever. Oh, um, I lived in when it's I lived podcast. in when I lived in Chicago. Right, that's middle of the, uh, Big Ten's headquarters. There, we're talking about that. Um, I'd get when I'd go get my hair cut. I was in downtown Chicago, and there's some woman that cut my hair up in one of the suburbs. And I would uh, Saturday mornings, I go get my haircut Saturday mornings. Like, I don't, well, I don't know, most people do that, but I do that. So Saturday mornings, I go, I haven't had a haircut somewhere in years. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just please, yeah. let me know what it's like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this, uh, this is Mike's haircut. Me, <laughs> it's over. Um, and, and it's Saturday morning, people are pre gaming, but it's because it's kind of, a, I don't know, it's the hub of the Big Ten, but with the headquarters there. And a lot of, you know, you got you got Michigan. What's well, in the middle of everything? It's got a middle of everything, yeah. right? You've, and it's Chicago, right? It's a big market. Wisconsin is an hour and a half up the road, two hours up the road. Beautiful. I've been up to Wisconsin. It's a beautiful campus. Michigan is, you know, six hours down the road. Columbus is six hours down the road. Um, Iowa's not too far away. I mean, you're yeah. right kind of in the middle. And I, I was getting in my car driving and driving down one of the streets. And the, the, the three or four people that had their Ohio State stuff on, and they were going to the Ohio State bar to start the pregame. Oh, yeah. You saw oh, the Michigan yeah. guys. You saw the – Illinois guys, you saw the you know the Northwest. Everybody had like their own little, and they're all kind of and they, like it was like the Big Ten conference was like walking down the street going to the things. But it's I mean it's big money too. It's big. It's it's big time. Oh, yeah. So the oh, Indiana yeah. bar is just like two stools. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a couple of there's a Buckeye bar in any any big city yeah. you go to. Oh, there's I'm sure. Yeah, bar. yeah, that's actually one something unique that I found in our travels that yeah you find that yeah even in mm-hmm. you know in Texas in the national championship game. There's an Ohio State bar down there, you know. It's like wow, you know. It was, and and the fans of Ohio State travel incredible. I mean, every away game, you've got a section that's that's lighting it up for you. Yeah. At the end of the game, you go do the script. You know, you're singing. You have fifty thousand students. You know. Oh yeah. They're they're all over. Yeah. Yeah. At the national championship game, big thing, and I don't know if you know this, Dave. The stadium at you know Ohio Stadium, you yell O H I O one on each side. Okay. We were doing that at the national championship game. Yeah. yeah, doing that at the Big Ten championship, doing that at the Sugar Bowl. Big Ten's in Indiana, right? Yep. Yeah, Indianapolis, Indianapolis yep. Lucas yep. Oil. Yep. yep. So I mean, to to be a part of that, how cool that was! Yeah. Like, holy, we yeah. we own this fucking stadium. Yeah, yeah. Like this is incredible, and I know you see these guys looking up at us, and they're waving everybody on. Like, yeah. you could tell the players were feeding off of this. Well, that's I mean that's the that's the thing too. The fan base, I mean, just pushes, you know, pushes it along too. I mean, that's the I mean, you guys are amped up to play. It's a big game, and even I know it's the Saturday. It's the work day, and you know, it's just take care of business and do what you always do, which is a that way you don't get these mental things that it's a big yeah. game, yeah, right? You don't it's get like, caught up in the you hype. You don't get caught up in the right. hype. Yeah. But you gotta feed off the energy that's coming out of the, oh, out yeah. of the stands. That's electrifying. You have to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You can't you can't help it. Yeah. It was always pretty cool, you know, because the seats he would get us were always in good spots. 
Um, but no just, offense, I'd hope so. I mean, yeah. it's on the fucking yeah, family track. section. <laughs> but the, these guys coming over, I mean, after the Michigan game, and yeah. the players coming right up to where you're all sitting, singing script, and Ohio. these guys are singing script Ohio right yeah. there. Um, I mean, just it, it, those are traditions that really, you know, right? The was the Masters tradition like no other. Yeah. I mean, these are <laughs> traditions that. Just they, don't exist. So that's a pretty good Jim Nance right there. That's a that's a pretty <laughs> good Jim. Yeah, it was. Hey, yeah. Hey, if it's one thing I've got, yeah, it's, it's, it's true. The gift yeah. of voice. It is. <laughs> he got everything. Else. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, he's God's the like, I'm gonna give you the voice, and what are we gonna do with all the rest of this? Yeah, let's give it to Casey. Yeah, he's got. I'll take it. Better looking. <laughs> he's like three inches taller, <laughs> five inches longer, <laughs> funnier, way better looking. Uh, we've covered you've, have you've the covered voice. the better looking piece already. Right? Doesn't got, have yeah. the voice though. No, it doesn't have, does <laughs> not have the I voice. You got all the credit there. No. <laughs> That's all right. But uh, so. case, um, no, thank you so much for coming. Absolutely, man. It was, it was thanks a blast for us. Um, I know we'll have listeners. you on again because apparently there's a ton of other things we got to cover too. Yeah, so. well, yeah there's can, a lot we haven't covered. Well, in I've this always session. said we can talk football, but. You know, you're a good dude, man. You got a good personality. And uh, as your older brother, man, I can always tell you, man, I, I couldn't be prouder of the man you've turned out to be. And uh, just keep going down the right path, brother. I love you. Yeah, appreciate it. I love you. Back yeah, now, now somebody's chopping yeah, onions yeah. over here. <laughs> no, I, thanks, guys, for having me. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. And absolutely. Look forward to next time. Absolutely. We'll do, yeah, absolutely. Now we, we, I have the third mic, so we have guests on, so we're good to go. We're so. all in. Hey, is this going to be fragmental with Casey? And- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Look, if if we come out of this with like, this is what's going to happen. We have like, according to the website, we've got like nine followers. If like by next week we've got like fifty-two, it's definitely fragmental <laughs> with Casey. Going here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, man, it, it's nine. Re, like regular listeners we're yeah. in the 20s yeah i'm sure we're in the 20s we joke about that all the time all two listeners all both of them all both of them <laughs> all both followers are yeah. really gonna love this exactly uh, mike's no. one of them on mondays so <laughs> uh, anyway all right well hey man um yeah. thanks case for coming out thanks mike thanks Dave. and we'll uh see you soon thanks guys